This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? Good. How, that's good to hear. <laughs> I am really excited about our show today. <clears throat> We're going to be talking about creating a successful portfolio. And that's really enticing for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but maybe boring to some others. <laughs> maybe. We will make it as exciting as possible. I promise you that. So um, do you want to talk a little bit more about the book? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. So, uh, you know, the, we we're, I wrote a book and it's called The Last Paycheck, How to uh, Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. And we all know that that's the name of the game when it comes to, hey, I'm getting ready to retire. How much money am I going to have? How much money monthly income am I going to have? And make sure that you don't run out of money at some mm-hmm. point. So that's what this book is all about. It's on Amazon. So you can go to Amazon and type in The Last Paycheck. It's $13, folks. It's 65 pages. It won't take you two hours to read it. No, nope. so it's, it's an a very easy read. Easy read. It's simple. It's very good, though. And I did it as an educational tool for our public because we're going to donate all the proceeds back to the local charity. Mm-hmm. And we're going to focus in on building financial literacy in this country. One person at a time. In this country? <laughs> Why don't we start in one, Cape I, I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's one person at a time. Though. I was going to say, we'll start in Cape Girardeau first. <laughs> well, yeah. But you got to start somewhere. you got to start somewhere. got to start somewhere. So. so we're really excited about the book. We are. And um, um, you can, um, again, purchase it on Amazon. You can also go to our website. Mm-hmm. It's theinnovativeteam.com. And you can check out a lot of the things that we have on there as well. Um, uh, the radio show, Past radio shows. We have the Retirement Income Toolkit. Correct. Yep. So you can download that. That's completely complimentary. Check that out if you haven't already. It's a good start um, to kind of kickstart your retirement planning. So do that. There's four articles in there. Get information um, throughout all of it. So tax information, Social Security, all the good stuff. We will get you started, folks. Yeah. If you have questions about your own retirement, give us a call too. Okay. Get a customized plan, Social Security maximization. You can get, um, uh, you know, all of this done by having a conversation and all starts there. 332-7855-332-7855. And thank you to all the people that have called. Yeah. And there's been several people that we've helped that called in from the radio show. So that's great. We're helping everybody. Yeah. Continue to help. So give us a call. Love to help you out. All right. Yeah. So creating a successful portfolio is our topic today. So lots of good information in this one, I am assuming, right? So (laughs) you got a lot of good things to share. So, um, uh, you know, before we get started, kind of just diving into this, you know, when's a good time for people to start really begin planning their portfolio? Well, you want to, I mean, the earlier, the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's no better time than the present, right? But, but, but here's the deal. It's like everything in life. Mm-hmm. Having balance in your portfolio for your retirement is relatively simple and can provide you with multiple benefits, mm-hmm. which that's what we really want to talk about today. Balance? Balance. <laughs> balance. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Making sure that you have balance and understand where your money is, what color your money is. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, Brock? Your color. Yeah, it's green. It's all green. No, it's not. So we're yeah. going to talk about that. Well, hopefully our listeners that have been listening have heard some of us talk about that color of money. So, yeah. But maybe they have. <laughs> maybe they haven't. For just Which, by in. the way, you can listen to our show on iTunes. Oh, it's yeah. We forgot iTunes. to mention that. It's mm-hmm. on Spotify now as a podcast on Spotify. So if you subscribe to that service or Google Play, mm-hmm. or again, you can go to our website as well. Yep. Check them all out. So and you always listen live on Saturday mornings. Yes. 7 so, a.m. Again, going back to your question. Yeah. There's no better time than now. Okay. Earlier, the better. And you have to vision um, what you think about retirement will be like. Mm-hmm. Spending more time with your family, traveling, vacations, all that kind of stuff 
costs money. Yeah. And I think, you know, <clears throat> we've done even whole shows on just what's your lifestyle in retirement going to be. And I think, gosh, that's so important because some people, I think, you know, work is their life. That's all they know. And so if you don't have a plan for what you're going to do when you retire, then, you know, right. and, and let's, watching TV gets old. <laughs> let's face it. A portfolio is a combination of assets that you have. Mm -hmm. That's really mm -hmm. what the definition of a portfolio. Okay. And really what that portfolio means in retirement is what income can you get? From right. It? Yep. You didn't save this money to say, okay, well, I'm just going to live off the interest. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and you, you want to make sure that you don't run out of money. That's the goal. Yep. Okay. And uh, if you can have a little bit left over uh, to pass on, great. And maybe that's more important for some of you than others. Right. But the bottom line is this. Everything, just like everything we talk about on this show, it's all customized. Mm -hmm. If you're 30 years old, you're going to be more aggressive than someone that is 60 in your portfolio. In well, you words, should be. <laughs> well, you should be. You should be. Conversely, yeah. you shouldn't have the same allocation when you're 60 as you did when you were 30. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, sometimes the situation dictates that you need to be a little bit more aggressive, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a sign that you maybe not have saved enough. Because mm, you're trying to get, grow it. Mm -hmm. you're, you're swinging for the fences, if they, as they say. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the main points for helping someone create a successful portfolio? You know, like, let's get the basics together. I think the first one is mm -hmm. understanding who you are, where you're going, how you're going to get there, framing a vision, mm -hmm. okay, yep. creating a plan, and exercise patience. <laughs> I feel like I've heard you say this before. Patience. Okay. Uh, patience. patience. <laughs> Don't get derailed because yeah. certain things happen. Right. That's okay? It's easier said than done. That's hard. Right. Yeah. Especially with the media we've got going on now, right? Oh, the media, media yeah, panics us a lot. Yeah. Everything's right now and... Um, yeah. It's funny because it used to be that companies would f uh, uh, give you your, their earnings, mm -hmm. right? And then your stock price either went up with bad earnings or good earnings reports or it went down with bad earnings yeah. reports. Yeah, yeah. And now there's so many things that affect all the factors that go into it. You know, yeah. the market going up or a stock price going up or down. It's not just about the earnings of a company. Now, that's still the fundamental mm -hmm. uh, uh, of, the, of the stock market. But, um, you know, <clears throat> again, framing that vision, creating a plan and exercising patience. Mm -hmm. Those are the three things. And these steps are helpful because markets have historically provided returns over longer periods of time. Right. Hopefully everybody who's listening has heard, heard you say that before, too. And by yeah. having that plan and by exercising patience, it's beneficial to have a plan mm -hmm. to avoid making bad decisions. Okay. Um, in other words, oh my gosh, the market's going down. I got to get out of the market. It's going crazy, and I'm going to lose all my money. Right. No. <laughs> Is that the patience part? <laughs> yeah, that's the patience part. The patience part. Okay. Now, yeah. with that said, uh -huh. it is important to keep in mind that past performance doesn't guarantee yeah. future results. Right. Okay. So my point is, is that your allocation in your portfolio should be dictated of where you're at in your mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. Okay. It sure does. Good. So let's dive a little deeper into the steps that you just mentioned. You know, you mentioned kind of the three steps, you know, um, talk about framing a vision, you know, a little more detail around that. what do you mean? Framing a vision. Okay. It's really done by creating what we call our retirement playbook. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And the retirement plan that is aimed towards meeting your financial goals for retirement. That's what it's all about. I have this conversation every, all day. Yeah. Every yeah. day, it seems like. Yeah. And we whip out our whole, you know, our, our process and process plan. and say, mm -hmm. here's your plan. It all starts with this, which is maximizing your Social Security benefits, making yep. sure that you and your wife or your husband collect the most amount of money over your lifetime. Right. It's not about, hey, this is my check at 62 or this is my check at 66 or mm -hmm. this is my check at 70. Maximize your benefits over your lifetimes. Collect the biggest amount of money you can collect. You've mm -hmm. paid into the system. Get out what you deserve. Right. Right. Okay? And the, the best amount. <laughs> so it starts there. Then it goes into, okay, we have uh, our expenses. How much is your lifestyle cost? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it, this is all part about, this is all part of creating a plan. Right. And kind of okay. framing the vision, right? The vision around the plan. Right. Yeah. Because if we know Social Security is going to bring us, me and my wife, we're going to bring in $4,000 a month from mm -hmm. Social Security and our expenses are $8,000 a month. How do I get this other $8,000 a month 
without any kind of risk of running out of money. That right. is it right there. And I think that's everyone's question, right? Yes. Yeah. And so now let's create, depending on your age mm-hmm. and your risk tolerance comes into factor as well, but let's create an allocation that can do that, mm-hmm. that can provide that $4,000 over over your lifetimes. Um, and I, that was a plural, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was. I got it. Um, <laughs> I heard and, it. I heard the S. I heard the S. Uh, so that's that's really, you know, framing that vision. Uh-huh. Um, it may include elements of long-term growth, mm-hmm. income generation, and built-in principle preservation. Okay. Um, and as always, it's good to consult with a financial professional. Mm-hmm. When considering investment options that meet your retirement needs and goals. Yeah, I think that's, you know, we're, <clears throat> you know, we keep saying that over and over again, obviously, you know, get yourself a financial planner. But I think I feel like you talk about the triple threat, right? Your financial planner, your your accountant um, and your attorney. Right. Those are three people that when you're getting ready for retirement or, or even any part of your life that you need to make sure you've got those people in your in on your side. Good did, team. Did Good you team. just make a basketball reference? Did I say triple threat? You did. I did. Do you know what that really means? No. <laughs> For our listeners, if they don't remember, you know, we are a big sports family, but I was raised as a, a ballerina and I danced at SEMO and I was a sun dancer and, and head of a dance minor. So wasn't on the, you know, the basketball side, which apparently I just made an analogy. Now, is that what John Morant got? Is that what no. He, no, I thought he got no, a triple. No, no. no, you're talking about triple double. Oh, <laughs> I was close. I was close, right? Yeah, yeah. You were real close. <laughs> okay. All Triple right. threat is when you have a basketball in your hand. Okay. You Say somebody throws it to you. You catch it. Okay. You got it on your hip because then what happens? You can shoot, or not really on your hip, but just okay. in a position where you can shoot, pass, or dribble. Okay. And so there's the three. That's, that's the triple, the triple threat. threat. You can do anything from that position. Keep that ball away from the defender. So again, it is close to your hip, mm-hmm. away from the defender, but you can shoot it, pass it, or dribble it. Do you want to know what it means in the arts world? Oh, a triple threat? Okay, yes. Yeah? It means that you can sing, act, and dance. Well, there we go. Aren't I know. we just exchanging information there it here is. on the there. retirement playbook? <laughs> it has nothing to do with <laughs> retirement playbook. Well, I mean, you know, we did talk about the triple threat I know. for, you yeah. know, your 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 needs as you're going into retirement. So there it is. We tied it all together. <laughs> this, is, this show is all about education, right? So we're educating you on what triple threat means. There it is. There it is. Arenas. Yeah, different. Do you do we have time for another question? Or we do we do take not. a break? Okay. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We're gonna talk a little bit more about creating a successful portfolio. It's all next on the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our retirement income toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from Innovative Financial Solutions by visiting theinnovativeteam.com or by calling us at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. <laughs> and we are the retirement people. You got a little Barry White there well, again. I'm just, I know. You know, I'm hitting all the levels. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hitting I know. all the levels. I've noticed. I've noticed. <laughs> I think it's just because we're in basketball season. You're a little excited. You like uh, all that. Well, no, basketball season's over. It's not over yet, it's, is well, it? Well, it's March Madness. Yeah, it's right? March Madness. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're still dealing. Hope they don't replay this show. <laughs> anyway, creating a success. If we're on the wrong time for the right. wrong time frame. <laughs> it is October. Yeah. <laughs> creating a successful portfolio is the title of the show today. We're really yeah. uh, kind of diving in here on different questions that, that Danielle's been asking me, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to bring some uh, insight to you guys about uh, how to do this. And the first step was... Um, framing a vision mm-hmm. about what you want to do in your retirement because that is what we call yeah. your lifestyle. Right. In your lifestyle, there's a dollar amount associated with it. We know how much a vacation is going to cost. We know, I mean, in other words, we, we can pinpoint this where we know that you're in a ballpark, that your expenses are going to mm-hmm. be X, mm-hmm. okay? And if we know that your Social Security and your pensions are going to be Y, then we need Z. You right. know, then that's your income gap, Okay. 
Um, and maybe you don't have a gap at all. Maybe you have a surplus. Yeah. You know, then, 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 then you can change how your portfolio looks. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we mentioned, you know, um, paying attention to risk when creating a portfolio, you know, and, and you kind of referenced our color of money thing. So I think you're going to get into that a little bit too, right. but how do you help our clients determine their portfolio risk tolerance? Of course. Um, I want to first point out that determining the amount of risk mm-hmm. that is right for you depends on your specific situation. Yes. News flash. flash. <laughs> that sounds about right. Breaking news, folks. Everybody's different, huh? Yeah, no, everybody's I'm different. Kind of joking. There, <laughs> yeah. But, but seriously, it is examining your particular financial mm-hmm. uh, uh, position. And there are three questions that are good for you to ask yourself mm-hmm. when determining the amount of risk you should take. Mm hmm. The first is this. When do you want to retire? If it's 10 years from now, we can be a little bit more aggressive. Mm -hmm. If it's three years from now, we want to be very conservative. Right. Okay. So that's the first question on how, what you should be looking at when it comes to determining your risk level is when do I retire? You know, I think that's interesting. want to retire. Yeah. When do you want to retire? Because I think a lot of people don't know. Do they? I think they just want to say, I want to retire when I can, when I can. Yeah. 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 So I think that's a good that's question. Not a good place to start. No, <laughs> but I'm saying, I think your question is good. When do you want to retire? Cause I feel right. like you've also seen people who, who think they can't retire and they can. Correct. Right. You know, you've, you've put all the numbers together and you go, you're ready. Let's do it. And they're excited. And you've also conversely seen the other side where they've came in and you've had to say, I don't think we're ready. You know, we need a few more years. So what was that again? Mm, you make fun of my, <laughs> my noises. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? No, it is. It's yeah, true. Yeah, Both yeah. your age and your timeline mm-hmm. for meeting specific goals definitely should be considered when evaluating your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm, I'm making a lot of it, but it is true. Right. If you're young and you have a long time to meet your goals, you can have a higher risk tolerance. Right. Makes sense. Okay. If you're getting close to retirement, yeah, not so much. Mm-hmm. But um, other factors that would determine your ability for risk are your personality. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a big one. That's Why a big did we one. change? We had our color money risk analysis, uh-huh. and it was a one for a single person. Right. And then we've changed it uh-huh. because we've realized that men are different than women. Ooh, we just now realized this. <laughs> I think you knew this. <laughs> I think you knew it. But yes, to have a joint. But I'm serious. You yeah. Know, you you'd be. I mean, okay. There's exceptions, so I'm going to mm-hmm. say eight. Out of 10 times that uh, men, when you sit down and ask them questions about risk tolerance, Mm -hmm. are more aggressive than women. Absolutely. And I think that goes beyond. I don't think that surprises anybody either. No. And that goes beyond just retirement planning. I mean, I think that goes in life, right? I mean, that's why why we balance each other. You know, when you're just out even doing something, taking risks with your kids or something like that, I feel like men are a little bit more like, yeah, let's give it a try. And the women are like, "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I think that's pretty normal. That's pretty normal. Yep. So your personality, your life experiences, so what you've experienced over time. Mm-hmm. Completely. I'll make the analogy a lot of times because, you know, we work with, with you know, a lot of um, Procter & Gamble retirees mm-hmm. and, you know, those life experiences that they have in 2000, 2001, right. 2002 were not very pleasant. Yep. Um, so your life experiences and let's face it, your current financial situation. Right. How comfortable you are. How yeah. comfortable. We yeah. talked about this, what was it, a couple of weeks ago? Financial security. Yes. Yes. It was financial security. Versus yeah. financial wealth. Right. Correct. Totally different things. Totally different topics. Yeah. And, I, you know, you were talking about just how the comfort level, you know, remember my grandma who passed away at 97 just a, a couple of years ago, you know, she grew up through the Great Depression. I mean, gosh, you can imagine. Right. right. So, I mean, you know, the the times where you hear of people like rolling up their money and, and putting it in their mattress because they didn't trust the banks or, you know, burying it in their yard, you know, and those kind of things. I mean, you, you know, that seems so long ago, but it really wasn't. You know, it wasn't no. that long ago. And there's still a lot of people who have that, you know, that's their comfort level. <laughs> right. Correct. So, you know, being able to see it or, you know, bury it in the yard. So, so let's kind of go over, you know, we're talking about risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. What do mm-hmm. you mean by risk tolerance? Well, high risk tolerance, more aggressive people. Right. These are people that can tolerate short term uh, volatility, mm-hmm. you know, the, the like stock market. Uh, my gosh, if, if you haven't, you know. Yeah. The last six months are very representative of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, medium risk tolerance. These investors typically have an even mix. I'll call it a balanced mix of investments um, such as stocks, 
uh, with higher risk and then bonds, which are generally lower risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then low risk tolerance are investors um, are conservative and will typically put their money in lower risk investments and will provide a steady stream of income without the prospect of higher returns over time. Yeah, they're okay accepting with that. that. Mm-hmm. Accepting right? that. Yeah. You know, I think right. one of the things we haven't mentioned in, in the show that you mentioned in a lot of the previous ones, if you're not sure what your income need is, <laughs> you probably need to find that out, right? Uh, you can always talk about a very easy way to do that is to take your bank statements and everything's electronic nowadays, so it's very easy to do. You know, take the last 12, you know, 12 months add them all up and then divide them by 12 to see truly what you're spending monthly. So right. I think if you haven't done that exercise, you know, definitely do that first. Cause that's going to help you get an idea of, you know, what do you really need? You know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about every week um, mm-hmm. is in the book. Mm-hmm. It you is. Know? Yeah. It's called the last paycheck. So get on Amazon right now and order the last paycheck. Mm-hmm. You just type in the last paycheck. It's the first thing that pops up because it's very popular right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. And, good. and you're going to get great, uh, a great head start mm-hmm. and you're going to be above everybody else that mm-hmm. tries to retire in the next five years. You're going to yeah. be above them in, in information mm-hmm. is what I meant by that. Um, and so, uh, and, and by the way, we're not doing this to make money. Yeah. Donating it all back. We're donating all the proceeds back. Okay. So you're going to get great information. You're going to be donating mm-hmm. to some local charity why wouldn't you buy it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we should, um, you know, we've already given away a few books, so, um, we'll give away a few more this week. Um, I think let's, let's get some questions. What do you think? If people want to email us a question and we could give away a book, if you email us some questions you might have or a topic. Our email address here at the radio show is, uh, the retirement playbook at Mm gmail.com, the retirement playbook at gmail.com. You shoot us a question. Mm -hmm. A legitimate question. <laughs> <Logistic>, yeah. <laughs> over okay. anything. Any topic we've done. anything that you yeah. want us to talk about over right. the air or whatever. Um, or maybe it's about your specific situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to send you this book. Yeah. Okay. It's the last paycheck. How to build sustainable retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in. Yeah. So we'll give away a few. Shoot we'll us an away. email. Yeah. Yep. A few. Uh, well, I thought. I thought th- two. Two. Oh, just two. <laughs> maybe three. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, if we get some great questions, we'll give just away three. How about that? <laughs> All right. So we, you know, so two big questions you're, you're telling people they need to ask, right? And when creating a successful portfolio, obviously, is when do I want to retire? Mm-hmm. Next questions are what are my financial goals at retirement? Right. Right. So when we know we've got those two things answered, you know, what's our final question? We're talking about how do you, how much risk you should have mm-hmm. in your portfolio and, you know, how to build a successful portfolio is the title mm-hmm. uh, of the show. And, and I would say that this one is is the big know, we, one, the big, the big one, one. Yeah. <laughs> the most important one. Putting it's your portfolio, the most important one. Yeah. No, it's not the most important, but it's definitely a big one. Which is, what's my ability to handle a financial loss? Mm. It's probably the biggest indicator. It's the biggest. Thank you. I got good, the word. I got good. the word that for you. That's one. the word. It's the biggest it indicator. Was the biggest indicator. Mm-hmm. However, it shouldn't be the most important. Right. When it but, comes yeah. to how much risk is in your portfolio. See, I found a better word for us. There we good go. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I mean, it, look, this whole ride of investing mm-hmm. over time, people will look at it and say, oh, this is a house of cards. This is all going to come tumbling down. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they may be right. Um, you know, you just don't know, but right. you do know. That over time, mm-hmm. that you will make money invested in the stock market. Right. Now, that's not guaranteed. I'm just saying over time. Right. Okay. That is proven to us in the past, anyway, that you will do that. However, the ride along the way mm-hmm. is very, uh, or can be very emotional. Mm-hmm. Especially depending on where you are, right? In, in, in exactly. Your, in your retirement journey. So yeah. if you're likely to pull all of your money out of an investment due to a correction or a dip in mm-hmm. performance and then get back in when the market performs well, you're likely to have a lower risk tolerance. Right. And maybe need to make some changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's called buying high and uh, selling low. Yeah. Let's try to do the opposite. Correct. Right. Right. So discussing your goals mm-hmm. and your risk tolerance with a financial professional will help you determine the ideal path and process to utilize in reaching your retirement goals. Mm-hmm. That sums it up. That sums it up right there. Yeah. So anyway, the careful planning and consideration of who you are, mm-hmm. or where you're going, mm-hmm. and how you're going to get there, you understand all of that and how it works, you'll be better able to keep your emotions in check. Yeah. And 
And and remember the have the, the patience, patience, the patience, yeah, have the patience <laughs> to stick to your long term strategy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and even if the strategies you've picked don't hold up and beat the S and P five hundred mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in one particular year, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you should derail your plan and do something different. Hang on and have the patience, right? Have the patience. <laughs> There's lots of mutual funds out there that don't beat the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. They weren't designed to. Mm-hmm. If you've created a plan that you both, you and your financial professional have agreed on, then stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It will work. It may not work every year, but it will work over time. Okay? Wow. Yeah, you're a little sorry, passionate a right there. there. So I know we're probably getting close to we need to close on this segment. Uh, yes. I want to go yes, through the three do. questions again in summary. So, you know, um, just to talk about how to determine your portfolio risk, right? You got to ask yourself three questions. It's what we've been talking about so far. When do I want to retire? Which is different than when I can't, when can I retire? What are my financial goals at retirement? And what's my ability to handle a financial loss? So good questions to start thinking about. There you go, folks. There it is. The financial expert. Danielle Elfman. <laughs> We're pretty good at summaries. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk about this more all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573 573- 332-7855 or visit us online at theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, folks. This is what we do every single day. Work with people around the area with their retirement And we're bringing this show to you to bring ideas and to get you thinking about what you need to think about when you're getting ready to retire. And and part of that is uh, having or creating a successful portfolio. And that's exactly what we're talking about here today. So what I'd like to do is is dive a little bit more into um, exactly what risk is. We've, We've talked a little bit about the different risk levels of people, you know, you got your high risk people, you got your low risk people, and then people that are kind of in the middle. And it's my belief that most Americans are right in the middle, right? And 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 I think that's that holds true for a lot of things. That people that are reasonable are in the middle of a lot of things. Your politics. I think most people are probably middle and maybe middle left or maybe a little bit middle right. Okay, but the bottom line is you're you're reasonable, so you're probably in the middle. Now there's people that are crazy that are on the opposite sides of of every uh, issue, not just politics. Okay, um, but but it <clears throat> it's important to have balance, and that's the key uh, to to today's show is having balance not only in your life but in your financial life, and making sure that you don't have too much at risk, but yet you don't have too much that is not at risk either. And one of the best ways you can find out. Uh, how risky you should be is by taking our color of money risk analysis. So you can go to mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org, and take our 11-question survey. It's very, very short, very, very easy. Take you about five minutes to do, okay? And by doing that, it will give you a score, a color of money risk analysis score that will tell you, you know, kind of what color your money should be, okay? And it kind of breaks it down and explains it a little bit further, okay? So go do that. That's kind of the, if you were doing anything when you were creating a successful portfolio, in other words, the theme of this show today, it would be to do that, to go on there and, and, and do that um, color money risk analysis. But uh, getting back to creating a portfolio, a successful portfolio, what is success? I mean, success is different for everyone, right? It's not just being rich or having financial security even, because those are two very different things. But um, what we often find out is that people on, in general really don't like risk, okay? Um, many people are very uh, wary to accept any risk when it comes to their portfolio. And if you could accomplish your financial goals and not have any risk, you probably would do that, would you not? Okay, and some people do because they have enough money. They don't have, 
big high flying budgets that they have to you know meet because they've lived a, a frugal life. And so they have all their money in CDs and bank accounts. And if you know what, if that's what makes you happy and you can maintain your lifestyle, by all means, okay? But it is encouraged that some people, most people, should accept some risk in your portfolio. And, you know, it's one of those things where <laughs> it's like risking your life, right? You should add a little risk in your life. Add a little spice to your life. Add a little spice to your portfolio, okay? And, uh, but I get it. You don't like to take risk, but you also understand that by taking a little bit of risk that it pays off. Okay. So I believe that people should accept some risk. And that is why we went through, uh, in the first segment of today's show, the importance of determining your risk tolerance in your portfolio. And again, go to mycolormoney.org and you can find out kind of what your score is and how you should be aligned with your portfolio. But, um, anyway, many retirees, and future retirees approach risk in different financial markets with much different than their approach to life. Okay. Um, that kind of goes back to men being different than women and men oftentimes having higher risk tolerance uh, than, than women. Uh, sometimes investment risk is often feared and avoided. And in fact, portfolios can be too conservatively constructed. Because just like the gentleman or the person I just described to you that has all his money in the bank, he might be losing money. And one of the ways he can lose money is through what we call his real rate of return, which is your actual rate of return minus inflation. Okay? We haven't even talked about one other thing that could hurt that, which is taxes. Okay? So if you're earning 2 to 3% and inflation is 2% and you're losing you know, you're, you're breaking even or maybe gaining 1%, and then you're paying taxes on the full 3%, you, it's very possible that you are losing money, okay? And even in today's right now, in this low interest rate environment that I just described, a typical, you know, 24-month CD or 36-month CD. So don't think that you're just, like, totally um, risk-free because you do have risk out there, uh, and it's the risk of the, the power of your money, Right? In other words, the purchasing power of your money is actually going down by earning such a low rate. Um, okay, what else was I going to bring up? Another fact here. Uh, many people are fearful of investing because they believe it's too risky. And that's true, but that's why we want balance. Okay, And instead of understanding and profiting from the risk slash return equation, they try to seek absolute safety by depositing their money into bank accounts, CDs, and other financial products. But investors seeking solely to be absolutely safe may incur risk of a different variety. That's what I just talked about. Okay, So you, 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 it's, it's good to have both safe money and money that's at risk and having that right balance, but that balance depends on who you are, where you're at in your life, and where you want to go. Okay? All right, what is an investment opportunity loss and inflation? Okay, so loss and inflation. So opportunity loss occurs when investors don't take advantage of the returns that the portfolio of growth investments such as stocks can produce over time. So if you know that stocks over time, for example, hypothetically, earn 8 to 10%, Okay, and you're getting two percent. That's your op the difference is your opportunity cost. Okay, um, so embracing some risk and embracing the fact that yes, I know it could go down this month or this quarter or this year, but I'm in it for the next three to five to ten years. And understanding that is a good thing for you to do. Okay, all right. So we want to summarize a uh, lost opportunity to increase wealth is just that a lost opportunity. Okay. So I'm not saying, Hey, go out there and invest all in stocks because you're going to get guaranteed eight to 10% rate of return. That's not, that's not true. And that's not good advice. Um, so it's having again, that balance that you can create in your portfolio. All right, let's move on and talk a little bit more about how we can create a successful portfolio. Another way is to plan for your emotions. We talked earlier, okay, 
one of the things that we said was there's three things that you can do to make sure that you don't, you know, have too much risk or too little risk and ask yourself some questions. Okay. And that is making sure that you frame a vision, create a plan and exercise patience. So if you're creating a plan, you want to stick with it. If you're framing a vision, that doesn't change. The only thing that could change is your emotions getting the best of you. Don't let it do it. It's not a good idea to to have oh, the emotions of a missing out. FOMO is what they call it. Fear of missing out. FOMO. You hear that a lot by the kids nowadays. All right, so don't do that. Another way to plan is uh, for your emotions. I know this sounds strange, but emotional investing can cause for poor market timing decisions. Buying high and selling low is a bad idea. As stock prices move dramatically in either direction, emotions can run high for a lot of people. Okay, You get calls, my account is down 10% in three months. Okay. The market is too. Hang on. Exercise and patience. Check your emotions at the door. You'll be fine. Trust me. Individuals often sell when the markets are down, turning paper losses into real losses, which is a great point. You haven't lost anything. It's gone down in value, yes, but you haven't actually lost anything until you sell. And if you sell when the market is down, which is totally opposite of what you should do, you have turned that into a loss instead of a down in value. Uh, so, you know, you understand that, I'm sure. On the other hand, when stock prices are high and climbing even higher, emotions will draw people into the market. So let's invest when the market is really high, all of our money. Invest it because the market's high and everybody's feeling good and we're all frolicking in the daisies. It's not a good idea. Okay, I'm not saying, you know, don't get in because the market's as high as it's ever been. I'm saying maybe think about dollar cost averaging, right? Which means you're going to buy in over several months and maybe even over an entire year. Market timing requires multiple decisions to be made correctly. Okay, so you're trying to time the market. You know when it's going to go up and when it's going to go down. No, you don't. I don't. Nobody knows. Okay, Warren Buffett doesn't know. Nobody knows when the market's going to go up, when it's going to go down. That's the whole point. Okay, This is the classic tug of war that investors that do it on their own often face between fear and greed. Those are the two emotions, fear and greed, that drive a lot of decisions that we make if you think about it. It's not just the investment world. Fear and greed. Okay, Why do you, you know, invest in... in, in um, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, for greed. Well, you have no idea what you're doing. Do you even know what a cryptocurrency is? No, you don't. Do you know how they work? Do you know how they make money? Do you know how they report earnings? No, you don't know any of that. But yet, greed says, I want to invest in that. Okay, And I'm not saying that's a bad idea. I'm just telling you that's an example of what people have said to me in the past when it comes to investing and why they did what they did. Okay, it's greed. It's all it is. All right, folks. So that's it uh, for this segment. We have one more segment. You might have noticed that we lost Miss Danielle. She is not with us. She won't be with us for the second, uh, the last episode here, or the last segment, excuse me, of the show either. So stay tuned. I'm going to finish up this discussion about creating a successful portfolio next on the Retirement Playbook. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To find out your color of money, visit mycolorofmoney.org or call us at 573-332-7855 or visit us online at theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're missing half of our host here. Uh, Miss Danielle has stepped away, 
And so I'm finishing out the show. It's just me and you guys. It's just me and you. So here we are. We're talking about creating a successful portfolio. That's what this whole show has been about. And lots of the conversation so far has been around risk and understanding where you should be when it comes to a risk level. And that really kind of starts with some questions that you have to ask yourself, which it starts with this. When do I want to retire? Not when I can retire. Big difference there, guys. Number two is what are my financial goals at retirement? In other words, what do you want to do? Do you want to travel? Do you want to play golf? Do you want to, you know, whatever you want to do, there's a cost to that lifestyle. So we got to figure out what that is. And then we can kind of determine what, you know, kind of income you need from there. And then from the income need, we can figure out your allocation. Do you understand how this all makes sense and it all comes together? Number three is what's my ability to handle a financial loss? Okay. And that really comes from the emotional side of things. You know, markets go up and people are happy and markets go down and people are sad. So we got to figure out that balance of we want to, we want to be even keel. It's kind of like the analogy I use on the golf course. You know, you hit some good shots and you're just feeling wonderful and you love golf. And then all of a sudden you get the S's and I can't even say that word. I don't want to say it because it might be bad luck for me in my next round. But you know what I'm talking about, golfers. You know what that word stands for. And so if that happens, you're, you're, you're real low and you just feel terrible and you don't want to play golf and it's the worst sport in the world and you're going to throw your clubs in the pond and, and never play again. But that's emotions. Don't let them get the best of you. The best golfers in the world are even kill with their emotions. They know that they can hit a bad shot and come back and it's going to be okay. And you need to be the same way with your emotions when it comes to investing understanding that the markets are going to go down 20% sometimes understanding that like in 2008 they're going to go down 37% what are you going to do about it you got to have a plan and it all comes down to this plan that we talked about in the very first segment which is framing a vision creating a plan and exercising patience okay so those are the three steps we've talked about that we've also talked about the three questions you need to ask yourself that will help you derive or help you come to a conclusion as it comes to your risk tolerance. So now that brings us to the next piece of this. And actually, I have a very special guest that I wanted to bring on the show this week to kind of talk about this. This is his specialty. His name is Matt Bryant from Grady Investments. This is his specialty, creating portfolios for my clients and, and prospects. Okay, So I wanted to bring Matt on to talk more about risk tolerance and what he sees out there and some of the things that I've already mentioned, Matt, you can elaborate on as well. But good morning and welcome to the show, sir. Good. Good morning, Brock. Thank you for having me back. It's great to be here. All right. Good. So, you know, Matt, we, we talked more about, um, you know, risk tolerance. I mean, risk tolerance is something that drives uh, the creation of portfolios for you. And, and you do this every single day. This is you're in the trenches doing this. And so Absolutely. can you tell us a little bit more about what you see when it comes to risk tolerance and, and I know younger versus older and those kinds of things, but kind of touch mm-hmm. on, touch on. Yeah, that, absolutely. Course. You know, part of our process in working with you and working with prospective clients is first of all, getting to know the client and you hit on a couple of things there. Um, there's some more higher level expectations of retirement. What do you want it to look like? But then there's also, how are you going to fund retirement? Because for the last 30, 40 plus years, you've been relying upon a paycheck to fund retirement. Now it's a different ball game where you exactly. have to turn that nest egg you've accumulated into a paycheck in retirement. So part of what we do is identifying uh, what that number is that fulfills your retirement goals, looking at what your risk tolerance is, and then trying to blend together a portfolio that best hits all of, all of those objectives. Uh, you know, there's a comprehensive um, strategy assessment that prospective clients fill out that helps guide yep. us down the path. And we've talked about that. We talk about a lot of, uh, about the color of money, uh, mm-hmm. risk analysis, what we call, you and I call the camera. And and actually we have a website. It's mycolorofmoney.org that people can go to and take this 11 question survey to kind of figure out where they're at, or actually not where they're at, where they where they should be, and then kind of compare that to where they are now. Do you see a big difference a lot of times between those two things? Right. Yeah. It, it, 
it's a very simple exercise, but it's vitally important because we see time and time again, and I would venture to say more often than not, where a person is currently at with their portfolio does not match where they say they ought to be. Mm-hmm. So that's a big discrepancy. And it makes sense, you know, if you're working and if you're you're saving money and you're growing it aggressively for that future retirement, it makes sense that maybe you're more allocated to equities. However, when you reach that that you know retirement age or you're coming upon retirement, we need to make sure that your portfolio matches what your objectives are and what your risk tolerance is. And like I said, it's a very simple exercise. You said 11 questions for the color of money risk analysis, but it's vitally important because we can glean a lot of information from that, uh, especially when we're talking about building not only portfolios for 20 and 30 years down the road, but also portfolios for one to three years and three to 10 years. So being able to craft a strategy that you're comfortable with, that you can ride through when things are going well, everybody likes to be in equities when we're in a long bull market. That's great. It's when we get into those 2008 scenarios or for a lot of investors, 2018 was a bit, it was more volatile than we had experienced in recent times, especially quarter four. Mm-hmm. So that may have been eye-opening, especially for the folks on the cusp of retirement or folks that are relying upon their portfolio for income. Right. Which is our specialty. We, you know, that's our kind of bread and butter that we work with people that are within five years or so of retirement mm-hmm. and help Ex- them understand the differences here. Exactly. Because, you know, if, if, if you're overexposed to equities beyond what your risk tolerance is and things are going well, you probably don't notice the kind of risk you're taking. It's when things don't go well, and that's inevitable with the markets. Over time, they go up, but in the short term, there are moments of uncertainty where things are going down. Having a plan built to ride through that is going to ensure success for you in retirement. Right. And right. professional help, I think, helps give, per, give a person better odds of achieving that success. Because Absolutely. there's a lot of variables, a lot of factors that go into it, um, You know, not ones that are common knowledge necessarily that takes professional help to guide you through that path. So I think that's especially important. A lot of time, a lot of resources goes into crafting these plans because they are meant to stand the test of time. Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, it's one of those things where you have to, uh, for the people that kind of got it figured out, if you know what I mean. And uh, what I tell people is, is keep an open mind. You know, mm-hmm. that's another piece of this entire thing here. You know, we, we, we go through our portfolio analysis review where we analyze and there's five or six different pieces of that portfolio analysis review, which includes, you know, examining all of your holdings through our Morningstar reports uh, just to kind of make sure. And that's really where we can kind of tell the difference of where you're at versus where you really want to be. Um, and so that's where you hit on where a lot of uh, people are off on where they should be. Um, but keeping an open mind, getting back to that, what, what do you see when it comes to, uh, people that, that, that are out there? Cause you're not only in the trenches, you're on the front line sometimes too, with us. My point is, is that you should have an open mind when it comes to mm-hmm. investing. Correct? Correct. Absolutely. There's a lot of tools out there to help craft retirement plans and, you know, simply axing one of them or reducing what your options are doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be better off in retirement. And as fiduciaries, we're obligated to do and craft what's in the best interest of the client, correct? So right. having all those tools at our disposal gives us the ability to build something that we think will stand the test of time and hit a client's multiple objectives. And I think that that's important because Again, that's the importance of being independent as well. You know, we don't have anybody saying, oh, you got to sell this or have that. No, that's not what this is about. We're not uh, salespeople. We're solution seekers, mm-hmm. I mean, especially when it comes to, you know, the selection of different investments and the different strategies that, that we offer. So, uh, you know, I, I think True. you hit it right on the head, you know, as far as, hey, you got to keep an open mind. And here's why, because there's investments out there that you may not be aware of. Yeah, that's. Know? vitally important in, in knowing who you work with because you know you don't have sales goals, you don't have specific products that you're pushed to, right. to pitch to clients. It's more about getting to know 
that person that comes into your office, me talking to you, discovering what makes the most sense, drilling down deep, and then building something that makes sense for them now. And that's going to last them the rest of their life. Matt Bryant, you are a good man, my friend. And thanks for joining our show here this week. And uh, uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you in the next few days. Have a good rest of the day. Always a pleasure. Yep. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, bud. Okay. So that was Matt Bryant from Grady Investments. Uh, We are now coming down the home stretch, folks. I just want to give you the summary of what this show has all been about, creating a successful portfolio, knowing when you want to retire, what are your financial goals of retirement, what's your ability to handle a financial loss. The only way you can really get to that is by taking the color of money risk analysis, understanding what your score is and how that relates to your portfolio and the balance of your money being safe, at risk, and professionally managed. That's what it's all about, folks. That's how you create a successful portfolio. Keeping an open mind is another key uh, that we are deriving from today's show as well as far as investments. You know, you might have it all figured out and you might have a great plan and that's true. But keep an open mind. Get a second opinion on all this, okay? You can start by downloading our retirement income toolkit from our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Download our toolkit. Toolkit. All right, folks, go out there and buy the last paycheck. It's on Amazon. It's $12.95. Go out and buy it. It, You'll give a good idea of what you need to be thinking about if you're going to be retiring here in the next few years. It's the last paycheck on Amazon. Thanks for joining our show this week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Annuities are not guaranteed by FDIC or any other governmental agency and are not deposits or other obligations of or guaranteed or endorsed by any bank or savings association. When considering replacing or transferring out of an annuity, it is important to understand what costs may be incurred, such as surrender charges and the loss of death and or income benefits. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.